Aloha. Welcome to the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. And last week I had a nice conversation with Bob McAlee out here at the Manalani Resort where I am uh, for today's show. And Bob and I, Bob, for 20-some years has spent time at Manalani Resort. I talk about all the resorts, how user-friendly they are for all of us in the community. And I was really taken by Bob's uh, mentioning that he has more friends here on the Big Island. He lives in New Jersey, but over the years of visiting the Big Island uh, as a snowbird, uh, how important the relationships he, he has made have, have meant to him in Hawaii now than he does in New Jersey, where his home is. And I find that to be a, just a, a very common scenario. And last week, I happened to be with some friends from Detroit as we walked into the Manalani Clubhouse to have have uh, dinner at Huli Sue's and ran into a couple people who have been re- uh, residents, or I don't even want to say snowbirds because they've been homeowners at Manalani Resort since way back in the early days, and I met them a long time ago. And the greeting I got from the two of them and, and the, the conversation we all had, the talk story and stuff, just reminded me how many relationships have been made over the years and how the homeowners at every resort, whether it's Mauna Kea, Hualalai, uh, Waikoloa Beach Resort, wherever it is, how much they really have shaped our community in many, many ways. So that uh, couple that I ran into last Friday was Dave and Carolyn Pansini, and I convinced Dave to finish his golf round today <laughs> out here at Manalani. He's leaving and heading back to the mainland tomorrow and convinced him to come and talk story with me this morning. He has no idea what we're going to talk about, but Dave, thanks for joining me. You're welcome. You know, I was just trying to remember when I did meet you. I know it was many, many years ago, but there's so many of your friends that I've I've met with you. But let's just start a little bit with the, how you and your wife, Carolyn, first came to the Big Island, how you happened to decide to become a Hono owner in Manalani Resort, which was very early in was Manalani was being created and the community was being created. People are just now, I think, realizing that these are communities out here at the resorts that are a very integral part of our Big Island community. So uh, give us a little background on your story. Well, it was interesting. I um, had just started my company in 1980, and when you start your own business, I was going 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And about 1980, in 1983, my, one of my directors had just come back from Monolani. It just opened up. And he said, Dave, get out of here. Get to the Big Island. You've got to see this great resort. So I packed everything up, Carolyn and I. We came over here for a week. And we checked into the Monolani in 1983, just after they opened, and fell in love with it the day we walked in. I think what really was great was the, the people, the employees that we really fell in love with. Um, we loved it so much, we stayed an additional week, had our two children flown in. They were very young, like seven and nine. We had to buy a sport coat for my son because he had to wear a sport coat to go dinner at the um, third floor. I think those days have changed, haven't they? Oh, yes, they have. <laughs> um, anyway, we start coming back every year after that. And we start staying longer. We were staying three weeks, three and a half weeks, once a year. Always would come around February. And finally, I was getting claustrophobia in the hotel room. I said, we got to buy a place. And this is just when the point condos where we are sitting today here at Maulani were um, finished. So we ended up buying one with a partner. And we've been, that was 1987. The very first condos to be built here yes. at Maulani, yes. and right along the ocean front. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. So we've been here uh, as owners since 1987 through today. What kind of uh, work were you doing in 1980? What kind of? I was a professional parking attendant. Uh-huh. Uh, what I mean by that is I had a company that operated garages and parking lots in California, Nevada, and Hawaii. I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, so when you came and had that, that trip and stayed at the Manalani Bay Hotel and Bungalows, was it your first trip to Hawaii? No. My wife and I came here for our honeymoon back in 1968. And we flew into the old Kona Airport. Um, I don't, it was so strange back then. None of this was here back in 68. Of course, yeah. Now, was here. Um, and um, we spent like two days here. We stayed at the Kona Inn. Matter of fact, our honeymoon suite today is a gecko shop. I know, I know the owners of Rudy. Yeah. And yeah. I, I've never yeah. talked to somebody. Well, it's the only people that have stood, uh, done in the Hawaiian International Billfish Tournament, but people that have stayed in the Kona Inn when it was the Kona Inn. Right, right. And uh, we started coming back to Hawaii after that with my business, and we would always go to Maui, and Maui just got too crowded for us. And that's when we heard about Manalani through my director, one of my directors. 
Now, at the time, what was your, you know, like a recreationally, what did you do when you came to Hawaii? Were you golfers at that time? Yeah, I was a golfer, not as much as I am today. Uh-huh. But uh, I did golf back then and the beach. And we did a lot of sightseeing back then, too. Now, there would have only been one golf course here at Manalani at that time. That's was correct. It, actually, was it, which would have, they call it the classic course now. That's what they call it now when right. they go back to it. Yes, the existing, um, uh, on the, at Manalani right now, they have two courses, the south and the north. And on the south course, hole number one, 11 through 18, was the original nine. Then on the north course, hole number one, two, three, four, 13 on in was the back nine on the north course. And every once in a while, um, they will shut down the, the, the one of the courses or parts of each course right. so that we can play the classic play the course. I did 18. that for the first time yeah. a couple of years yeah. ago, which that, was great. That was a great golfing track. Uh, you had on front nine, you had a lot of ocean holes, beautiful views. On the back side, it was more challenging back in the Kiabi trees. And, of course, two great courses now, the north and south, but as you say, a little bit different, not as many ocean holes. We're sitting in a unit that overlooks the par 3 signature ocean hole, number 15 on the south course, which right. is where Gary Player won the final Montelani Senior Skins. It was at Montelani Resort for 11 years in a playoff, and that was a, that was a wonderful day. We're talking with Dave Pansini. Dave and his wife Carolyn were one of the early owners here at Montelani Point and uh, one of the early owners and members of the Montelani Resort community back in the early 80s, and here they are still here. And I always say it's so important because over the years, I mean, yesterday I, and of course you would know these people, I stopped by and saw Oliver and Ann Hutaf. Mm-hmm. Oliver I'm, I'm intrigued by because he was a chess champion many years ago, and I had read yeah. a story about yeah. him, and yeah. I took it over to their condo the other day. And, of course, Amy and John Tanaka. John has a, a wonderful yeah. history. I'm sure you know John. Oh, I know John quite well. It was sorry that he passed away. Share a little yeah. bit about John's uh, history. That- oh, John was quite an interesting guy. He, he always wanted to improve the golf game. Um, he was a short little Japanese guy. He's been on the islands all his life. But I'd always see him on the driving range with a new club that he designed. And he really got into designing putters. And and that's what he would do with his, his time. He was just... And the, both Amy and John were totally true, lovable Hawaiians. I mean, they walk in a room, the room just melted. And John, an author... He has a yes, very interesting history, right. uh, wasn't he? In the was it the military, the Marines, and yeah. the Japanese? Uh, was it the head of the Japanese during the World War II? I believe at so. the end, at the, yeah. at the end of the war, he was yeah. the one that actually went in and took him into what would the word be? I don't know. Yeah. But when they surrendered, surrendered. Yeah. yeah. So he's written a book on that, and and he was sad to see him pass. But a lot of history here with so many of the residents; yeah. they all have a lot of history. And so the two of you, how, when did you start coming more frequently? And I remember there, now, Dr. Joe Triggs, you know, the reason I mention these names is because when I came to the Big Island, I came as a runner as part of the Ironman, came to be race director mm. of the Ironman. I had been Good for you. played I a lot of golf. <clears throat> I had done the first two events around the Big Island. I put on events in Detroit, was recruited by Valerie Silk, who won the Ironman, to come here and be involved and had given up golf after trying to get yeah, on the LPGA right, right. and stuff for about 20 years. I got here and saw these golf courses. We're like, wow. Mm-hmm. So I started kind of hanging around golf, and I met uh, the, a lot of people, but one who was very important in my development of what I do today was uh, Buster Bustamante, who was the director of golf here at the Montalani Resort. And uh, I think he had a, a lot of influence He in the world of golf in many ways. Uh, Lanny Watkins, who represented Montelani Resort, that was Buster's doing. He was one of the first people to ever represent a resort on the PGA Tour. That's correct. And then, of course, bringing the Montelani Senior Skins, that was something that the Montelani Resort did on their own. So talk a little bit about what that, that did. I mean, we all got an opportunity to see some unbelievable golf from some very – uh, incredible, the you know the big four first of all, Jack Arney, Lee, and Gary Player, and I bring that up because as the Masters is coming up, we're going to see a lot of those guys together. Mm-hmm. And I always you know end up crying when I watch that in the Masters. And I brought this picture here. I thought this would bring a little memory to you. These four guys, how lucky were we? Yeah. The energy yeah. of those four guys, yeah. and here we were at Montelani Resort. So talk about some of the memories you have as oh, a I've homeowner. A, I have a special memory. Uh, since we were so involved in Montelani back then, um, 
they kind of gave me a VIP pass, and I was able to walk all around the grounds and down the cart shed and do whatever I wanted to do during the senior skins, particularly the first one. The first one I really remember well. Um, I remember for one reason, I was down the cart shed, and I went up to one of the uh, players, not going to mention his name, and said, can I have your autograph for the girls upstairs in the pro shop? Get out of here. I don't have any time for you. And Gary Player walks over to me and says, Dave, I apologize for him. What can I do for you? What a gentleman Gary Player was. Then uh, another special moment I remember during that first senior skins game, um, they were doing a practice round, and I'm following Jack Nicklaus. And back in those days, I was wearing pink shorts. Well, Jack was wearing pink shorts also. They didn't have to wear long pants on the practice round. I went up to Jack. I said, Jack, I get a picture of you and I. I says, two of us wearing pink shorts. We've got to have a picture together. Sure enough, had my picture take, taken with him. And then I've, I've got on my trophy wall back on the mainland, and he signed it, signed it for me. And what was special was that they would bring their wives, you know, like Jack and Barbara would be yep. here, and, and Arnold would come oftentimes with his uh, son-in-law, uh, who yep. would be a, Roy Saunders, who would become his caddy, who was, right. uh, who was the, the uh, Sam Saunders' mm-hmm. father. And Sam was a little boy at the right. time, and right. Arnold's grandson now is, of course, trying to get on the PGA Tour. I think he played for Wake Forest or somebody. That's right. That's right. And uh, so we, I got to watch all of them grow up. Right. Um, another um, thing I remember about that foursome was Gary Player. I mentioned Gary. Gary's son, Wayne Player, um, years later, oh, about 10 years after the first senior skins game, put together this $1 million hole-in-one show that was being tele- telecast, I think, on Fox Sports. And Buster comes to me and says, Dave, we're looking for two contestants to compete for this million-dollar hole-in-one. It's all going to be televised. And it'll be playing with two, a couple celebrities. I said, would you like to do it? I said, great. He says, who else can you get? So I found another homeowner, and the two of us knew what hole it was going to be. It's going to be number who seven. Was that? It was uh, Barry Snowbarger. Oh, sure, Barry, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so we knew it was going to be a hole number seven, on the uh, south course, the par three. So I went out there every night with my wife. We're practicing the shot, practicing the shot, practicing the shot. And um, the day comes, and we're uh, now we're going to play 18 holes of golf. But the, the celebrities are playing, and Barry and I are just driving along. We're just going to be involved in the seventh hole. About the fourth hole, the trades picked up. I mean, they were howling. They were close to 40 miles an hour. We get to hole number seven for the million-dollar hole in one shot, and we got TV cameras on us and whatnot. I was using an 8-iron. The day the trades picked up, I had to hit a 3-wood, and I didn't get to the green. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was, it was Another disaster. signature yeah. hole right along yes, the, uh, right. the ocean. It was a disaster, but it was a lot of fun. Who were the celebrities? <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Oh, okay. I, uh, I forget the other one. Interesting. Wayne Gretzky, uh, I mentioned to you earlier that how supportive Buster Bustamante has been, was for me when I was here doing a lot of PR for the Montalini mm-hmm. Resort and everything. He actually gave me some support to go out and try to play the Futures Tour after I hadn't played golf for 20 right? years. Yeah. yeah. And But uh, Ted McAneely is another one who's been just so supportive of me over the years. And uh, Ted, um, Wayne Gretzky replaced Ted McAneely with the Edmonton Oilers. Mm. Uh, Ted was a hockey player, right. and then he went from being a hockey player to going to Japan and playing hockey, and that's how he rose up through uh, Cebu Radio or uh, Railroad mm-hmm. to work for the Monakea Prince Resorts. Right. So right. an interesting story there. Some of the other things, uh, Dave Pantini, that you remember, and then I want to get into the, the many wonderful things that homeowners out here at Montalani Resort have done that I've been involved with and watched how involved. I used to always say, as the government got less and less involved with nonprofits and had less and less money to give nonprofits. You know, people forget back in the 80s, there was some resistance to resorts being here on the Big mm-hmm. Island. And uh, it, it took a while for people to realize, wow, this is a place that, that uh, everybody can enjoy. And I, I know today still many people don't realize they can come out to all the resorts and enjoy the beach access and enjoy the driving range and the putting greens and the restaurants. And they, anybody can be members at the, at the fitness center and the tennis club. And, and they really are... Uh, here, I always say it's a wonderful playground for those of us that live here. We get to enjoy all the amenities, you know, wherever we live. But some of the stories, you just happen to bring up a name that I bring up a lot. And, of course, Bob McElwee and I both brought him up. 
last week when I talked with Bob, uh, the NFL referee for 27 years who stays here at Manalani Point, right downstairs from where we're sitting right now in the C building. And um, he, he brought you know, Joe Theismann was from New Jersey, as, as Bob is, and Joe spent a lot of time out here at the Manalani Resort. And, and the two of you spent a lot of time together. Joe was good about that. I wish he'd come back because we all had a lot of fun with him. Yeah, Joe was great. Uh, Joe and Robin uh, came here, uh, it was in February, and they got married. And this has to be 12, 13 years ago. And I didn't meet him when he got married. I met him the following year through Scott Bridges, one of our head professionals at the time. And uh, so Joe and I and Scott went out and played golf. And Joe's very, very competitive. I've always been suspicious, Joe, about your handicap. But, uh, he's very just a lot of fun. So Robin, his wife, is just fantastic. And the, the two of them started coming back here every year. And they did that for about seven, eight years. And then they stopped for uh, for traveling, for reasons of business. And uh, the last time I saw Joe out here was two years ago. He popped in for just doing a um, talking engagement for this group at the Fairmont. Yeah. And he came looking me up immediately and went out and had dinner that night. And um, but Joe's a great guy. I'm glad to see him um, doing well for himself because, um, you know, his injury really devastated yeah. his life. And uh, But he's come back well. In that talking uh, arrangement that he did was with a company called Cornerstone, I believe, okay. who is uh, the gentleman I was telling you that I, I called him one afternoon and said, come on out here, I've been playing with Joe Theismann. And, and that was Jim Mallory. He lived here at the Montelani Resort. Right. And, uh, and he, Jim in fact, bought, Jim bought your unit. Jim bought one of my first units. <laughs> yeah, so talk about uh, Montelani Point. And, you know, I, I do it if it's okay that I just throw in there. We're in a unit that is overlooking the 15th, the signature right. par three hole, and uh, it is on the market. I am a realtor with Kohala State Realty. I never talk about real estate, but right now I'm I'm going to do it because this is such a it's a wonderful unit. This whole location of Montelani Point is a wonderful place for people to live. And, and same with Montelani Terrace, the only two places, which is where you live now, that have oceanfront condos right uh, unbelievable talk about your, well, I, when you lived here at Monlani Point right. um, well as I mentioned we bought here in 87 and we've owned since well, now we live down Monlani Terrace right next to the hotel very convenient location because you can walk to the uh, golf course you can walk to the restaurants you can walk to the shops unlike at the point out here which has spectacular views great construction on these units um, but the views out here at the point are just tremendous. I mean, I'm sitting here right now looking out over the 13th hole, watching four guys play golf in the rain. Monolani <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ma- has, as far as I'm concerned, the best, best beachfront property on the Kahala Coast. And the home sites here at Black Sand Beach has great ocean view properties. Um, and there's a lot of other developments here at Monolani have done very well, but the terrace... Malani Point, Black Sand Beach are to die for. Now, Black Sand Beach is a residential area, and what's really interesting is so many people that have lived in Montelani Point have upgraded and gone I don't, gone to, to 49 Black Sands Beach, although one of the owners who I saw their unit the other day that just has a 180-degree uh, beautiful view over in uh, B Building, they said, we have a lot of 49 Black Sands Beach, but the view here at Montelani Point is better, <laughs> the ocean views. And, uh, but the nice thing about it is it has a beautiful walk down to the beach club, and the beach club, the beach club is public access. Right. There's a public access access parking when you come into Montelani Resort across from their fitness center. You park there, you have a wonderful walk. Montelani Resort has done a wonderful job of, of designating and putting signage along the paths of where the petroglyphs are and you know what's you know the caves that you can walk into. A lot of history. They've done it, I think, over the last four or five years, a terrific job of, of um, showcasing the wonderful history and cultural uh, activities oh, that exist here. Uh, the, I call it under the full moon once a month with Danny Akaka. Uh, what a what a wonderful event that is for people. Yeah, yeah. Danny. We've known Danny too for as long as Danny's been here. Uh, he married my son um, several years back. Oh yeah. And Danny's a great asset to Montalani. Great asset. He really knows the history here. Now the beach club. Snorkeling, beautiful snorkeling. Beautiful are, snorkeling. Are you snorkelers? Are you, tell me about your kids and your and grandkids. Are they come and used, used to be well, called Turtle Beach because I think you always know someone who's come here yeah, for a long time. Yeah. I met some uh, guests that were renting downstairs the other day, and their son was with him. He's got to be like in his late twenties, and she said, "Well, when he was a little boy, and he used to go to the to Turtle Beach, is what we used yeah, to call it. Yeah. Of course, they had the Turtle Independence Day. Montelani is responsible for all the whole new turtles that we see up and down the mm-hmm. coast. Yep, yeah, I am. My, you mentioned my children. Um, we were one of the first families 
um, believe it or not, that brought children here. When that week we came for the first time, and I flew my children in for the second week, they had no one to play with. There was no kids here. This was more of a high-end type of resort. Okay. It wasn't really for family. My kids have grown up here at Manalani. Their kids have grown up here at Manalani. We've got three generations now that have been coming back and forth to Manalani. And that's the same thing for a lot of other homeowners. Um, I, the Kalelas, the Greens, the Pins, the Triggs. The Triggs. Uh, they all started to come here back in the um, late 80s, and their children started to come. Their children are still coming. Their children are coming. It's developed into a great family resort. And the reason for it is because we've got two great championship golf courses, the wonderful beach access, a user-friendly resort, so many people riding their bikes now. I love seeing that, how many people are doing recreational riding and walking, a great tennis facility. Definitely. And and some great restaurants at the same time. And and always put on a lot of nice events. Uh, Dave Pansini Pansini and his wife, Carolyn, one of the original homeowners here at Montelani Resort. Okay, what I really want to talk about right now is the many nice things the people that are are part of the resort you know down to who all alive they have it used to be the terry fox now they raise money for cancer research i think it's every september but you know large sums of money out here at monolani resort so many of the residents uh dr joe triggs and his wife don of course they were very supportive of everything i ever did when we created dolphin days uh i was the co-creator of that and don and and uh joe triggs were the, my host for the wayne uh newton concert and they were just so glamorous and yeah. they just knew how to do it and they, they always supported everything i ever did don wrote a wonderful handbook for women for golf when i had executive women's golf i was looking for it last night i wanted to show it to you it's the best little handbook i've ever seen written for women she's so brilliant and has done so many wonderful fundraisers mm-hmm. for the north hawaii community hospital and and uh, kahilo theater but a lot of those things weren't existing when you all were new homeowners and North Hawaii Community Hospital really evolved out of Manalani Resort homeowners didn't it and Earl Bakken was a, a definitely an owner uh, here. Uh, Joe Triggs is in Dr. Joe Triggs was one of the instigators of that and yes um, because of the resorts on this coast including Hawaii, Kukio, Manalani, Mauna Kea has really brought a lot of support from those resorts to the hospital I think the hospital is here because of those resorts and those homeowners Back in the early days, you know, when it was just a vision in, in the minds of someone like Joe Triggs, and he never stopped hammering, yeah. trying to get people involved, whether it was creating a run to raise funds, you know, the sim- simple, the, the place that it was at that point yeah. to where it's come today. Kauai High Transitional Housing, for those that, that might remember and many that yeah. don't know, that was up near Kauai High. They always looked like little cabins that were for rent, but no, they were for for families that were homeless. Yeah, and my wife and I were major contributors to yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. The people here at, at uh, uh, Manalani Resort, I organized a cleanup one time, and everybody was so involved in it. I know Grace, Stan Sarinsky was the Sam, president, and Sam, Grace Stan would go read yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I, it was uh, uh, Glenda Murray. I mean, I, I, I look back at it, and it really makes me very sentimental to think about all the, not just the dollars that have been contributed over the years by the resort homeowners, but the time and the thought mm-hmm. and, and the expertise on how to run some of these organizations. Yeah, yeah. a lot of the people here that live at Manalani or up down this coast have a lot of background business-wise, and they brought that experience to, to the community, I think. That's really helped. So when you go out, I mean, you, you look so healthy. Everybody's looking much healthier than they did 10 years ago. That's what I love to see. And I see the beach is, is busy down at the beach club all the time. And, of course, it's visitors and locals. But when you're out playing golf and stuff, um, I talked with your friend Frank Morgan, our friend, mm-hmm. mutual friend, another person who's contributed in a huge way to this community. Yes, I had the Kohala Bookstore up in right. Javi, but he's always been a big contributor to many of the fundraising golf tournaments that have gone on at Mauna Kea Resort. Mm-hmm. You guys, the Bandits. The, uh, yeah. what did you call it, Kohala Bandits? The, the Kohala Bandits is a group that I founded back in about 1990. You start to ask when I start coming here regularly. I was coming every year for like a month, maybe five weeks. And when I sold my business in 95, I started coming here six months a year. And I've been doing that ever since until the last couple of years. Um, but I felt the community, the Monolani Resort community, needed some kind of golf organization to get people together and play golf. So I founded this Kahala Bandits, and it was made up of men. We would play every Monday during the, um, we would start in October and play through April. And we'd have games, uh, real friendly games. And it was a way for the guys to get together and play golf together. 
and, it, and a lot of guys met a lot of other guys and developed a lot of friendships out of this. And that group is still going strong today. There's probably about, oh, 40 names in the, on the list that are members of that. I shouldn't say members, just players. We also have Bandits 2, which Frank Morgan started. And then we have the Posse. Uh, and those are, and now these, all three groups invite other golfers from other resorts to play in these groups. But it's a great way to get to, to um, develop a friendship and a relationship with other people around you. And the other yeah. thing that, that is beneficial to those groups like that is that all the the uh, generosity that is that evolves as a result of knowing each other, like down at, at Hualalai Resort, they have the uh, Hualalai Ohana. Yeah. And they, they raise a lot of money to help the employees down there, and people from the other resorts are very supportive of the events that the Hualalai residents host. Yeah. You know, golf tournaments. I mean, a lot of these golf tournaments, everything we read about, they they are supported in a huge manner by people at the resorts. Even at the uh, Mitsubishi Electric Championship, I remember the very first year, they had all the spots, of course, were allocated to people that were associated with MasterCard, and they had six or seven of them that opened up, people that couldn't come internationally, and they wanted to auction them off on the radio, and I told Brian Goyne, the the executive director of the golf tournament, he's now the head of the uh, PGA Championship Management, and so he's here every year, and he remembers this, you know, and I said, you know, give me give me about three or four days. Let me call people at the resorts and see because they'll they'll be very generous about mm-hmm. you know donating to play in the event. And sure enough, Barry Snowgar Snow what's Barry Snowbarter Snowbarter and uh, Dr. Joe Triggs, John Adams, uh, a whole group of them mm-hmm. did just that. They anteed up, they played in the event, but they started a tradition that helps raise a whole lot of money for the uh, Rotary Club of Kona right. through the the pro am. Right. So when you're coming now, it's uh, that was 1980, your first trip here. It's 20, almost 30 years later. Uh, you're out playing golf. I mean, it, it's the it's got to have been the recreational amenities, not just a Montalani Resort, but the whole Big Island community that that is giving you that joy to, to to live. You see it in people, yeah. you know. You know, it's you. Funny you ask that question. We we're out to dinner last night with the Kirklands. We've been here a long time, and we were talking about that about. What happens to us when we get here? Well, when we get here, there's no more rat race. No, we're ourselves over here. We're laid back, relaxed. You've got that, what's that word I'm trying to think, that just takes over your body. Um, we, we, we have a lot more friends here than we do on the mainland, like all the other people are saying. We socialize a lot more here than we do on the mainland. I think on the mainland, we're around our main responsibilities. We're tied up in things, and we're, we're, we're preoccupied. When you come to Hawaii, Hawaii just relaxes you, and you're, you're a different person. It's a pretty special place, isn't Very it? Very special. And what I notice is how healthy everybody seems. Yesterday, the other day, I was driving into Manalani Point, and I saw <laughs> Mac Morris, who's got to be, what is Mac, maybe oh, 75 yeah. or so? Yeah. He was on his bicycle heading out, and the other day he stopped me, and he was talking about a, a bike ride he wanted to take up in Waimea that his son had taken. And he said, "I, you know, maybe we... You, you want to take it with us? You know, I said, uh, maybe I said, I want to take that ride with yeah. you. You know, it's very adventuresome. Yeah. And they were divers. And, uh, I mean, everybody, we are so blessed to be in Hawaii. And I think it's so important that we have organizations throughout the community. I mean, whether it's the Waikoloa Dry Forest or the, the uh, Hawaii Wildlife uh, Center with Linda Elliott or everybody that does so much to preserve. Right. You know, you're talking about your kids growing up. So they've known Francis Ruddle which is really nice. Francis mm-hmm. runs the uh, amenities out here, the the, um, what, the Winona, Winona, the boat, and, you know, the public can come out and avail themselves of these activities as right. well out here at the Beach Club at Montalani Resort. Yeah. I mean, and he their history goes way back, the Ruddle family. Of course, oh, Montalani Resort is yeah. built on part of the... That's right. Yeah. Talk about that, you know, just that, that carrying on of the legacy and what we've all been able to learn, like where you live at, at the... Um, Manalani Terrace, when someone parks in public access and they walk over to the beach club, they're walking through fish ponds that have a whole lot of history. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Uh, just the ambience of it. You see people stopping, and, and, and there's little benches where they can stop oh, and read. Mean, and, oh, yeah. I mean, you can even walk along the side of the golf course and uh, the, the special King's Path. I guess it goes from here all the way down to Hawaii, or if not Kona. Um, no, the ponds which we live on are historical. They're gorgeous. There's a lot of history behind them. 
the walkways around the terrace that walk that you can walk over to the beach club and continue on are very a lot of history in it a lot and, and there Manolani Resort has done a very nice job with putting signage up explaining what is famous about this spot and this right. spot and this spot um, like you say walk walking is a great asset here on Manolani property you can walk everywhere and it's great walking especially along the beach I'm here for the ocean I love the ocean I and for, see the water. for those that, that you know maybe don't want to get into the ocean to swim the Manolani uh, fitness center has a, a full length pool yes and a beautiful fitness center. That's where the fire department. I see all the guys over at the fire department there all the that. time. Yeah, they that. work out there. The, the fire department that's up north mm-hmm. here, and uh, the tennis facility is a great facility. Uh, I understand they're going to they're picking that up again. We're going to be promoting it than uh-huh. what it was before. They have a new uh, pro. His name is Andy yeah. um, Ziza Wang. Wang is uh, her husband. Andy he used to be down in yeah. Kona Village, oh. so he's the new pro over at the tennis clubs. You can do day passes. You, they have yoga on the beach. Uh, the Fairmont Orchid has a lot of events. Uh, you can uh, be, have a membership by the month. The golf course, Manalani Resort, has done a wonderful job over the last year. And I tell everybody, get out and avail ourselves of those specials that they put out there for not just Kama Aina, but for visitors, too, because the more we support it, the more we're going to get those wonderful rates that they do during the kind of a little slower season. Right. Some comments about the north and south course, the, the golf courses that you're so fortunate to get to play. The um, both on this island, probably the north course is probably my second favorite course. South is probably my first. Um, I love these two courses. Uh, the south, they're two different golf courses. The south, I find like my wife enjoys the south. She hates the north because it's too it's too difficult for her. Uh-huh. It's a more competitive golf course. Um, but the south has ocean view courses holes, where the north is more inland. It has one hole that's on the ocean. Uh, or two holes on the ocean. Um, but playing through the Kiabi trees is just gorgeous. You know, but Malani has one problem with their golf courses that all of us agree upon. There's several trees they have in the middle of the fairway. <laughs> Designed that we, way. By yeah, I know. <laughs> we would love to put a silver spike in those trees. <laughs> Let's see, that would have been, who is that, uh, Robin Nelson? Did he design yeah. those courses who passed believe, away recently? Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, the courses, they're in beautiful shape. They always have been in beautiful shape. Uh, Tim, their green superintendent, has done a beautiful job with the golf courses. Um, the golf shop is a beautiful golf, golf shop. shop is, they do uh, a good job Judy in there. Peterson up there has done the buying. Uh, it's got a great variety of clothes for both men and women, um, golf equipment, etc. Um, the people that work Monolani Golf are tremendous employees. They really cater to you, including the boys down the cart shed. A lot of them have been there a long time, Katie and Keen and yeah. now, and yeah. and uh, an awful lot of them have been a long time. Well, let's move up the coast a little bit. Mauna Kea Resort, another great resort. Uh, there used to be a Mauna Kea Golf Club we were all members of. Mm-hmm. I think you were too. No, I was no, not. Okay, that was, no. uh, and I was actually the, the club champion up at Mauna Kea one year. <laughs> you know, the next year. It, I was the a club, club champion yeah, here at Monolani. It's funny, I mean, <laughs> it was an outside club, but the yeah. club championship was played by the outside club. But what a wonderful place. They all have demo days all the time, you know, uh, particularly right now. This is the season for them. Yeah. Mauna Kea is going to be having the uh, very successful Tommy Bahama fundraiser for North Hawaii Hospital. And um, I think it's terrific. They used to, when they started that event about seven, eight years ago, I've, I've tried to be a supporter of us I can for many years but they used to have a different charity every year and a couple years ago North Hawaii Hospice did such a great job Kathy Kathy uh, Catherine uh, Serrano and all the volunteers at organizing that Tommy Bahama has stuck with them for a couple years so that event's going to be coming up but uh, the reason I mention is because our good friend Frank Morgan who sadly lost his wife Jan passed away recently Mm -hmm. and Frank was the owner of Kohala Bookstore up in Javi and so he is so grateful to hospice for the care that they gave uh, the Morgan family that he's having a, a fundraiser also for the uh, hospice, North Hawaii Hospice, and it's going to be uh, on the 30th of March, Saturday on March 30th, and it's going to be up at Frank's home in Javi. Frank was the owner of uh, more Hawaiiana books 
than anywhere in the in the country, right? He even had Captain That's Cook's correct. diary. They were great readers. Yes. They, you know, they came here to retire. Yeah, uh, I think it was Compact he was with, right? Yeah, he had been a, a writer with uh, Newsweek and and, and a couple other magazines, yeah. and ended up becoming a PR person. And yeah. just when he thought it wasn't going to work out, they they exploded. But he came here to retire and got very involved in the community with Kahilo Theater and so many organizations. And right now, he really wants to express his appreciation to the. Hospice of Kona as he moves on to you know new new parts of his life now. Yes, I talked yes. with him last night, and you know he really encourages people to come on up to Javi on on Saturday, March thirtieth, and uh, it's ten to four at his residence, and you can uh, actually give Frank a call eight eight nine zero zero eight eight or get in touch with um, North Hawaii Hospice. But this is going to be a wonderful opportunity for people who are really collectors of Hawaiiana. And the total proceeds, the total proceeds go to hospice. Weren't they wonderful with that bookstore? Oh, they were. You that know? was Jan's hobby. Um, it was her bookstore. It was her thing. She loved doing it. I don't think Frank made any money in the bookstore. No, and they played a whole lot less golf once yeah. they got involved, not yeah. only in the bookstore, but so involved in the Javi community. Yes, he did. So, yeah. again, we want to remind everybody that's going to be on Saturday, March 30th, a benefit for North Hawaii Hospitals. And also, uh, if you stop in Tommy Bahama, pick up one of the entry forms for the uh, Tommy Bahama tournament that will be up at Mauna Kea Resort coming up pretty soon. So, Dave Pansini, one of the early residents at Manalani Resort here. Every time I see you, you look so healthy. Are, do you can Carolyn go to the fitness center? Are you regulars over there? What is it you're doing? I work out a lot, but I don't feel healthy. I'm 68 going on 69. My body hurts, hurts, hurts. <laughs> what from? <laughs> oh, back issues. Yeah. And, you know, getting old is tough. But you're out yeah. there doing it. You're playing a lot I'm of golf, and the two yeah. of you are, are yeah. active, and it's yeah. just, and so I guess the warm weather helps that, huh? I guess, but I still hurt, <laughs> even though it's warm. <laughs> well, I cannot tell you, like last Friday night, walking into the Huli Sus and seeing you and get those big bear hugs for the two yeah. of you, it just reminded me once again of all the wonderful friends we've all made over the years. At, yeah. on the Big Island community and that how integral all the residents, whether they're snowbirds or homeowners or what, that have spent many years coming to the resorts and how right. much a part of the community they have become. Yeah. I was talking with someone down at Kikio the other night. Uh, he's a resident there, and he's, um, he's coaching the HPA paddling team. Oh, is that right? You know, I mean, people are really out there involved in the community. So uh, I thank you always for so much aloha. Some last thoughts to our listeners or those visiting the Big Island or... Or even thinking of, uh, you know, whether they're renters every year or thinking about becoming homeowners. And you got to think about that before you do it, is why I tell mm -hmm. everybody. It's a different life from when you're renting. Right. Uh, but it, but it, it's a different one. It can be just as agreeable to people as renting. But you definitely got to think about yeah. it. I th it's hard, I guess, for me to say come. I think if you're here and you're going to find it very special yourself, if you don't find it special, then it's not a place for you. But... Come to the Big Island, enjoy the activities, and it's a great place to retire, at least for while it's snowing back on the mainland. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah, we have a lot of snowbirds here. I mean, I've come from the Bay Area, so we don't have any snow in the, in the Bay Area, but we have rain. Um, but the Big Island is beautiful. It's well-developed. These resorts like Monolani. You don't have to go anywhere. You've got everything you need right on property. Um, great real estate values right now. Um, it's a great buy for anybody. And what I love is the way multi-sports have become so much a part of the fabric of the communities now. You didn't see that 15 years ago. No, you didn't. You know, and uh, my good friends at Grant and Janet Higa Miller that have opened bike works down at uh, Waikoloa Beach Resort mm -hmm. at the Queen's Marketplace, they played a big part in that, making mm -hmm. it accessible for people to rent bikes, whether it's beach cruisers or right. high-end. And, and you see an awful lot of that out here at all the resorts now. You see yep. families riding, you know, yep. with the kids, too. Yeah. And that, that's really a treat. Yeah. So it isn't just uh, surf and sand anymore. That's correct. It, it's everything. It's and everything. the golf, too. Uh, Monolani Resort has this little two-hole keiki course. That's correct. Which is very active. What a yeah. nice thing. So that you see Well, it's little, not two holes. It's nine holes. And nine holes that used but, to be two holes, yeah. and they made it into a keiki course. Keiki yeah. course. Uh, my grandkids have played it, oh. and it's a lot of fun. I did a little mini tournament there for a golf group I brought in from the mainland one year. Um, it's The holes are like 75 yards long. And it's it's a kick in the ass, excuse me, but it's really a kick. It's a lot of fun. And what a great thing because families come with their kids that are, aren't old enough to get out on the north or south Monolani resort courses. Yeah. And this allows the, the parents to play with the kids that's, and the kids to really correct. be involved. You see them walking yeah. with their little bags yeah. and, 
you know, really into it. Yeah. So I think that was a wonderful thing that Montelani Resort did. I think yeah. uh, when they were overdoing the golf course, the irrigation system is when they built those two holes. Mm-hmm. And they were used as an ancillary or auxiliary holes while the exactly. two others were being fixed. Yeah. And then they kept them, but turning it into a cakey course. Yeah. So, again, to locals, visitors, whoever, if you've got visitors coming here, all of these amenities are available to everybody. You do not have to be staying at Montelani Resort or be a homeowner here to enjoy all the amenities that the homeowners do. That's right. the great thing about right. it. So, Dave Pansini, thanks for taking some time on the day before you're headed back yeah. to the Bay Area. Look forward to seeing you again next year. Right. Well, I really appreciate Dave taking the time to come talk to me, and I appreciate he came over to uh, Montelani Point, C204, because it is a beautiful unit overlooking that 15th hole as we talked about. And I'm going to talk about it a lot over the next couple months because, uh, one, I'd love to find a buyer that uh, uh, that is uh, maybe a friend of a friend of a friend so that our Sunset Ohana, the whole group of people that enjoy the lanai here at C204 so frequently in the evenings, um, can still come and enjoy it. But there are so many stories uh that, that come to mind when I'm when I'm um, in this unit, C204, Montelani Point. And uh, it goes all the way back to um, the whole reason I'm doing a show now is because of the Montelani Senior Skins. At the time, I was just getting involved in public access TV, Naleo, Hawaii, and and uh, Chuck Gerber and um, uh, what, uh, Barry Frank, who created the Senior Skins, you know, from uh, Transcontinental, I think it was, who started ESPN. They allowed me to come with a camera, and, and, and nobody else could come with cameras because it was an ABC event. But I think they just kind of thought, oh, that's just Emily. And I had hours of tape and TV shows I did and lots of great interviews with Arnold and, and Jack and the family members and Joe Gibbs, who started the Golf Channel with Arnold. And what's made me decide to do a whole lot of reminiscing was I had Mark Rolfing on uh, the Emily T. Gale show here on ESPNHawaii.com back in January. And Mark was kind of reminiscing about a lot of great footage he has. He played in the early senior skins. He was a a big hit in those days and it, it had a whole lot to do with his broadcasting career. But he was talking about all the great video he has of Arnold, and he's someday he's going to get, sit down and put it all together and get it to Arnold. And, and it kind of gave me a little nudge of all the great video. I have video and audio and also friends who have been a, a big part of all that history. So I'm going to be doing a lot of reminiscing and also weaving it into telling people what a great unit. This is C204, Montelani Point. It's on the market. You can find out more at emilys.org. That's my website. I'm with a, a realtor with Kohala State Realty. This is probably a good time to uh, just kind of introduce um, it's the Clark Realty. I used to be with Clark Realty, shops at Montelani, and, and uh, Jenna Trout, the broker. broker. Um, they were all nice enough to come take a visit at, to um, the Montelani Point, C204, earlier in the week before I talked to Dave and so this is some of the, the dialogue we had, but really nice of them to come preview the unit. And a lot of them had never been in in a uh, oceanfront unit at Montelani Point. There, not, there are very many oceanfront units at uh, Montelani Resort, the, the Terrace and Montelani Point. But also, to you know, most of them don't know, a lot of people don't know the history of the senior skins and uh, the, the whole history of the, the land at Montelani Resort. Um the fact that anybody can use the amenities are there. So it's always fun to introduce more people, not only to Montelani Resort, but to C204 Montelani Point. It's the 15th hole, the Montelani Signature Hole, Par 3 Ocean Hole. And Al Kanoff with Clark Realty has a story. You watched all those events probably, as many of us did. We're fortunate to do. Fortunate, we got down, we were able to walk around, and my story is simple. Year that um, Arnie and Jack and Lee Trevino and Gary Player played, and my friends Bob and Kathy Barnard anchored their boat, they had a sailboat out in the bay here, right off this 15th hole, and put up a big banner that said Army, Arnie's Navy. I remember that. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, they went out there, and uh, so Arnie didn't even know he had a navy, but now he does. I remember that very, very well. What a wonderful experience that was for all of us. I don't know, Aziza and Ron, if you knew that at the time, but for 15 years, and with the Masters coming up, they'll be featuring Jack, Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, Gary Player, and Trevino a lot because they do for the par three. Uh, 
and they're all and they're honorary starters in the first tee. And so I've been doing a lot of reminiscing of those days of all of us being able to watch the senior skins and all those players here and for so many years. Followed them around. And so few people watching at the time, not because a lot of people didn't come, but it was a, a skins format, so you had a couple thousand people watching, and uh, instead of thousands, we got pretty close to the families and everybody, the caddies and the pilots, Arnold, his pilot, and so there's Ron from Clark Realty. Ron, have you ever have you ever been in one of these front units, oceanfront? I have. This is one of the, one of the nicest ones I've Uh huh. What, what amenities are available to you from the hotel? From the hotel? Well, the Advantage Club. The Advantage Club. Discount on, on um, you know, restaurants. And I think the biggest, a really nice advantage that people don't talk about much is the, the tennis club. And Aziz's husband is now the, the tennis pro. He spent many years as the tennis pro at, at uh, Kona Village, yeah. Andy. He's now the tennis pro over at the Monolani Tennis Club. Did you meet him? I haven't gone over. I will go over and say, well, I stopped by a couple times and missed them. And it's right near the spa and also the fitness center. And owners get a really good discount for the by the year for the two clubs together. And then, of course, the beach club, which is owned by the Montelani owners. It's no longer run by the, by the resort. So they've done a wonderful job of the restaurant down at the beach club and uh, the amenities, you know, for the homeowners. It's public access as well, but... And then the discounted golf, which is nice. So we just saw a whale out there. It looks like that boat is kind of trying to tail him a little bit. It is great whale watching. A couple of them, there they go, there they go, oh great. Even even with a little bit of hazy weather from the rain. That looks like, a, like it might be a big pool of them, huh? Yeah. Pool, pod, that's the proper terminology. So the, the whale was jumping? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So now backed up, Emily. Because now they're taking pictures. Whale watching pictures. <laughs> so, this is my friends from Clark Realty Shops at Montelani coming over to look at C204. And how are things, everybody? You've had a really busy month or yeah, two, Clark yeah, has, haven't you? Yep. Wow. Busy markets up, starting to turn into a seller's market. So, they're at Shops at Montelani. If you want to stop by, they'll be happy to bring you over to this unit. We'd love to have someone from Clark find. A new owner, new Sunset Ohana group. Yeah, what's interesting about this tee, Vicky, it's the 15th tee, the Montelani Signature Ocean Hole, 15th. Yeah. And this is where Gary Player won the final senior skins in a playoff with Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, uh, and Tom Watson on this 15th hole. And in fact, uh, Al was just reminiscing about those days. Yes, I saw that. Final one. I, I did too. Play I've got a wonderful picture of you and his grandson. Yep. Thank you so much, everyone from Clark Realty, for coming by to take a look at C204 and a few. Look, take a look at a few whales as well. That was nice. And uh, again, Clark Realty shops at Montelani, and a lot of uh, busy people over there these days. We're all happy about the market right now. Yep. So, Clark Realty, sure, they'll be happy to bring a buyer over. I'm with uh, Kohala Estate Realty. I'm a realtor with Kohala Estate Realty, and some of my associates, Cindy Morgan, the broker, and Timo Drager also has a Kona Wine Market, and um, Kaleo Warfield, and who else is, let's see, and Chris. So, we, and we're located at Montelani Resort, too, but it's really fun to, to reminisce. It's fun to have... Um, uh, to be mutually supportive with with other realtors, and uh, we all show each other's units, and, and the the support is essential. And I kept saying C two hundred four, but it's C two hundred four Monolani Point, a beautiful setting, and uh, always happy to show anybody. If you want to take a look, you can find me at emilys dot org. It's the Emily T Gale Show here on ESPN Hawaii dot com. A couple more comments about Monolani Resort and the amenities there for recreational. Athletes, families, whoever, uh, the public access is over across from the fitness center and the spa. And it's a wonderful walk to the beach club, as Dave Pansini and I talked about earlier in the show. 
Uh, it's a it's a very educational walk too because they've got such good signage telling about the petroglyphs or the different things that are along the walk. It's probably about a fifteen minute walk, but you can turn it into a, a whole afternoon too. And also um, regarding uh, looking at if you just taking a bike ride around, uh, Lois Golden is also with us at Kohala State Realty. She has a wonderful listing at Forty Nine Black Sands Beach, which is by the way public access beach. There's a Black Sand Beach right down there near Montalani Point. You go past the golf course, 49 Black Sands, you go in and they'll uh, direct you to how to get to the Black Sand Beach. But Lotus is a biker, a triathlete, and uh, she takes bike rides out at Montalani Resort. I've been taking mine out there recently. So you want to come out and we'll kind of show you around? We'd be happy to do that. We'll just show you around the recreational amenities. Um, I love introducing people to the different resorts and the you know, even if you just use them a little bit in the evening, I, I, I've i lived in Kailua Kona for years, and I used to go down to Kona Country Club in the evening after work, and that last half hour of the night, use that chipping green, I, I could have a 100-yard shot, and it was a wonderful way to finish out the evening and kind of stay fresh with my golf, and it's the same thing up here on the Kohala Coast, you know, there's chipping greens and putting greens, and uh, take a bike ride, so yeah, we'll, Timo and all of us will show you around if you'd like. Um, around Mylonic Resort, any other resorts. Um, just happy to be in Hawaii and looking forward to my some of my friends coming in uh, in April. And his thing is he, you know, about he, they love to do Polo Valley and he wants to go one valley over, you know. So we're planning on putting that into our itinerary. And we are so fortunate to be here in Hawaii and and uh, just uh, have so many opportunities year round to enjoy the outdoors. It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. So one last story about Clark Realty. When I was with Clark, which I was for several years at uh, Shops at Manalani, our office meetings, Jana Trout, the bro- broker, always would make these wonderful breakfasts. And I don't think I ever missed a meeting in the several years I was with Clark. So when they, uh, I've been having realtors come by, see 204 Monolani Point, but when Clark Realty came on Tuesday, it was after their office meeting, and Jana sent me a note, I'll bring you some breakfast, and then apparently she left it on the counter or something, and she went back to get it. I thought that was really sweet, and it was, as always, delicious. So again, thanks to Jana Trout and Ron Rigg, and who else? Vicki Rotter was there, Aziza Wang, Bryce Fisher, and Al Kanoff, and um Every one of them, I know Bryce is a surfer and Al a golfer with his wife Phyllis and and um, Jana and her husband Steve, uh, a golf enthusiast. Every year get down to the Mitsubishi Electric Championship. That's a ritual for them. And I think we were all just very grateful for it. And it was it was fun to have them come by and kind of they all all the pictures I have of them is they're leaning, looking out over the fifteenth hole there, and uh, just enjoying the 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 view and the ambience and. Again, um, I used to live where I could see the ocean down in Kailua Village. I was lived right on Ali'i Drive, and right in town, and look at the ocean. And now I look at Mauna Kea Mountain, and boy, I, either way, uh, ocean or mountain, um, it's all just great to be living in Hawaii. It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPN Hawaii dot com. Well, some thanks are in order. First of all, to Buster Bustamante, Dave Pansini, who I talked story with earlier in the show. Both and I reminiscing about Buster, and uh, he said he's in touch with him every day. Uh, he was the director of golf here at the Montalani Resort for so many years, and um, he was just uh, one of my longtime best supporters ever. Really encouraged me to do some things, and he's uh, definitely was the reason I am doing uh, what I do today is because I now that I think about it, he's the one that told uh, Barry Frank and Chuck Gerber that, yeah, let her go do her thing. And probably without him giving the little, she's okay, uh, they wouldn't have given me the opening to have a you know camera out there at the Senior Skins all those years. All day long I was out there, would would videotape when uh, even local TV was couldn't get there. Um, so anyway, big thanks to Buster. And moving down the uh, Kohala Coast a little bit, a big thanks to uh, Waikoloa Beach Resort, longtime supporters of the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. And what great things they're doing, the, the Waikoloa Lava Man uh, weekend coming up. And uh starts with the Sunset Run on Friday night, March 22nd. Um, 
And that's uh, Sunset at Queen's Marketplace. Uh, that's where uh, Bites Work, Speech, and Sport are located. And they're the, one of the reasons a lot of these events are taking place out at Queen's Marketplace and the Waikoloa Beach Resort, but also Waikoloa Beach Resort getting so involved in multi-sport activities. It's great. So Lava Man Waikoloa, it's a triathlon festival. It's all this weekend coming up, March 22nd to the 24th at Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Includes the Lava Kids and no Susan Nixon working real hard on that. Uh, wonderful success last year and sure to be the same again this year. And then the senior on the, the 16th annual Lava Man at A-Bay, Anaho'o Malu Bay, over there behind the uh, Waikoloa Marriott. And uh, that is on Sunday. So, And over at the Kings and Beach Course, always a lot of activity at the golf courses, a lot of specials. Check out their Facebook page. They're doing a great job. Kevin Ganoza, Shannon Burt, uh, Sherry, Kimmy, everybody in the golf shop. They're, I love the way the girls are. Uh, Kevin seems to give the, the ladies a free hand at decorating and, and setting up displays. And it's nice to see. I'm a, a retailer from way back. So I love watching that kind of kind of thing. And guest attendants, always so friendly. I appreciate their support. I'm back to hitting balls a lot, really enjoying the game. Chipping and putting, went over to Montelani Resort Putting Green last night uh, for about a half hour. And just it's just a wonderful place to go, and anybody can go there and enjoy it at all these golf courses. Um, enjoy the amenities. So thanks, Waikoloa Beach Resort, for your longtime support. Also thanks to Viaha River Coffee Company. Gosh, ever since my first trip to the Big Island to do the Ironman back in 1981, I was living in Detroit, and I met John Kunitaki and Danny, and from then, long-time friendship with the Kunitaki Ohana. It's big Ohana, and uh, wonderful Ohana to have mutual support with, so I really appreciate them. Waikolo, the, uh, excuse me, Viaja River Coffee. So, KonaRoast.com, and over 93 years they've been on their land, so they know something about putting a lot of love and aloha into making coffee. They plant it, pick it, package it themselves. So Chick, Dine, and Earl, kind of the primary doers in that with the Baja River, but the whole Ohana is out there in the coffee business in some way or form. And and I really appreciate, again, their longtime support. You can stop by Dinah's. It's in Halualoa. And get your coffee there, too. You also get a haircut. And speaking of that, you know, while I talk about the resorts, I love being in town. I lived in Kailua Kona right down across from the big banyan tree for years. And and I miss it when I'm down here, there, but I love it, you know, living in Waikoloa Village. And they're just, it's just so great to live in Hawaii. And and uh, so I encourage people when they're at the resorts to get down into Kona, uh, down into the, the town of, of Kailua Kona, the sweet little village of Halualoa, or get up into Kainaliu, and uh, take your walks, take your, you know, your runs, or your, take a hike or something, but, you know, you can get your exercise while, while also seeing uh, so many great parts of the island. See Emily T. Gale show here on ESPNHawaii.com. Congratulations to the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association. Wonderful Junior Golf Day all across the state, as always. They do so many good things hsjga.org if you want to give them support but also you know that's not the only thing that Mary B. Porter King and everybody's so involved with the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association not just juniors they do a lot for all levels of players one of those things is they really lobbied and over the years have been able to get U.S. Open qualifiers and the U.S. Women's Open qualifiers this year um, they're going to be in Maui in Oahu at uh, Wailai and Oahu King Kamehameha Golf Course in Maui. But here on the Big Island, May 6th, that's a Monday, Kukio Golf Club. The uh, It's going to be the U.S. Women's Open Sectional Qualifier and the U.S. Open Local Qualifier. So congratulations to um, the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association for continuing to do that and really, really helps our local pros and uh, being able to qualify without having to fly to the mainland for that first uh for, to qualify, just being able to stay in state and do it is is fantastic. Uh, Lote Golf, I hope I've got that right. Over at Colina, we'll talk to Greg Nichols, the you know head of uh, Colina over there. What a wonderful thing they're bringing it back, April seventeenth through the twentieth. The LPGA coming back, and I just thought it was great to see uh, the commentary. It was Bill O'Rear's commentary in uh, West Hawaii today about Galdera and the WNBA. A wonderful story about how well Leah Galdera is doing. Um, 
and and her basketball, her college her college basketball. And uh, somebody saying, you know, she really does have what it takes to go on to the WNBA. That's a few years away, but they're uh, they're both starting at Washington State. And uh, nice stories. West Hawaii Today does a nice job of covering everything. And don't forget, ESPNHawaii.com. Josh Pacheco does a wonderful job of covering every level of sport, high school, college, uh, major league, um, NBA. It's all there at ESPNHawaii.com and ESPN Radio, AM 850 in Hilo, AM 790 in Kona. And you're listening to the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. Also, a big mahalo to Aloha Visitor Guides. They're on newsstands everywhere. I love having a column in there because so many people tell me about it. Their magazines are in hotel rooms and everywhere. So nice place to advertise if you're looking to do that. But also pick one up and give it to your visiting friends because um, the TV guide is in there. They like that if they're renting a condo somewhere. But um, a lot of good stories and calendar for events. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. And, again, you can find me at emilys.org. I would love to show you the C204 Manalani Point overlooking the 15th Signature Par 3 Ocean Hole. Wonderful ocean views, uh, whale watching, golf course views. It's just a, a wonderful setting. It's only been on the market a couple times over a lot of years. And um, I would love to be the one to uh, make that your new home. Again, it's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com.